2002 and invite you all to join me in a moment of silence, followed by the Pledge of Allegiance. Please call roll. Oh, before I say anything, I forget. I almost forgot. I'd like to uh, say that the keeper of prayers is Mayor out due to illness, and Matt is out due to vacation. Councilmember uh, Gladden is out due to vacation. Deputy Mayor Kyles? Here. Councilmember Pianfetti? Here. Williams? Here. Beck? Here. Bruno? Here. Palmer? Here. Gladney? Eningas? Here. Mayor Finan? City Manager, we have new employee introductions tonight. Thank you, Your Honor. It is my pleasure to introduce two new employees to members of the City Council and to our community tonight. The first person I'd like to introduce is April Faulkner. April is the newest community relations specialist in our Department of Equity and Engagement. Um, Council will recall that when you created the department, you added an additional specialist position. And the specialist really provides support to the managers across all of the divisions of equity and engagement in helping implement our programs and conduct our community engagement and outreach activities. April comes with a Bachelor of Science in Animal Sciences from the University of Illinois, um, and so it should be no surprise that her prior employer was Champaign County Humane Society, um, but she comes with much experience in community programming and community education and outreach, and so even her own quote says that she's looking forward to working with her community to connect members to the breadth of opportunities the city has to offer, especially those in historically underserved areas. So we're really happy to have her on our team. Welcome, April. The next employee I'd like to introduce is Stephen Lowe. Stephen is the newest property maintenance inspector in our neighborhood services department. Um, as you know, our property maintenance inspectors have the um, wonderful job of being the people who remind folks in our community of what our code standards are and make sure that our housing and our neighborhoods are clean and well-maintained. Stephen comes to us with a bachelor's in technology and human resource development from Clemson University and a master's in leadership and school administration from Eastern Illinois. He most recently came to us from Champaign Unit 4 schools. Um, he was a technology and engineering teacher, um, and he has, he has taught at both Centennial and Central, so he is definitely a neutral party when it comes to our schools. He also taught in Rantoul schools and also is excited about working with the public and helping them to solve problems. He is looking forward to a chance to keep our community safe and clean. Welcome, Stephen. Deputy Mayor Kyles, I move that we approve the minutes of July 5th, 2022 regular council meeting and July 9th, 2022 community civic event community violence response team meeting. Is there any discussion? Oh, I second that. Any discussion? All in favor signify by saying aye. 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 
All opposed by same sign. Motion carries. Uh, any correspondence? We have none. With that, we would like to call our first council bill. Council Bill number 2022-133, a resolution establishing a council policy regarding display of signs and banners on City of Champaign property and codifying such policy. So moved. Second. The purpose of this council bill is to approve a council policy regarding the display of sign and banners on city-owned property. Do council members have any technical questions? Anyone from the audience like to speak on this bill? Any council discussion? Seeing none, will the clerk please call roll? Councilmember Pianfetti? Yes. Williams? Yes. Beck? Yes. Bruno? Yes. Palmer? Yes. Aningas? Yes. Deputy Mayor Kyles? Yes. The ayes have it, seven to zero. Deputy Mayor Kyles, I move that we consolidate Council Bill number 2022-134 and Council Bill number 2022-135. I second that motion. All in favor, signify by saying aye. Aye. And all opposed, well, aye seem to have it. With that, oh, before we call this bill, I'd like to mention that uh, um, Joe Grimes from Farnsworth Group is out in the audience. These council bills will approve an engineering services agreement with Farm Report the Group in an amount not to exceed $343,139 to provide engineering services for the 2023 uh, bituminous overlay project and will appropriate $300,250 of state motor fuel tax funds for the project. Do council members have any technical questions? Seeing none, any members of the audience that like to comment on this? Seeing none. Any council comments? Will the clerk please call roll? Councilmember Pianfetti? Yes. Councilmember Williams? Yes. Councilmember Beck? Yes. Bruno? Yes. Falmer? Yes. Aningas? Yes. Deputy Mayor Kyles? Yes, the council bills were approved 7 to 0, which concludes our bills for tonight. Um, audience, the next section is audience participation. Um, now is the time for audience to address the city council on any issue. If you wish to address the council, please step forward, state your name and address. This is your opportunity to make a statement to the council as a whole. We ask for the mutual respect for everyone um, in the audience. Audience noise and disruption makes it very hard and concentrated on the speaker. Thus, please be considered respectful. I ask you to limit your comments to five minutes or less. Thank you for having me and allowing me to speak. My name is Lisa Ingram. I am a retired nurse of 36 years. I am here today uh, with concern, not just for myself, but the public. I have, uh, I'm out of quarantine before I say anything. I tested positive for COVID uh, a second time. Um, Due to the COVID uh, in my lungs, I, this is the second time I had it, I have thyroid lung disease. And due to exposure of mold in my place where I live, 
my pulmonologist feels that is secondary to my uh, lung disease. I'm here today with great concern for myself because I, I just came out of quarantine on the second and I'm diagnosed as a COVID syndrome slash long hauler. And I am being, sorry, I am being evicted tomorrow morning out of my apartment with nowhere to go, with oxygen and everything. And I don't know what else to do. And I think it's, I think it's horrendous that this is happening. I understand that the COVID pandemic is over, but we still have variants that are still penetrating the area very high. I myself tested positive on July the 8th. I didn't know I had it. I, I work at the university doing COVID testing part-time. And um, a week later, I started running a temperature. The first time I had pneumonia, I was sick for almost 60 days in quarantine. That's how long they put me in it. And I got off of the oxygen in December of 2000, 2021. And I tested positive, like I said, July the 8th. And the health department put me on quarantine uh, till the 22nd, so I'm just coming off of it. And I don't know what to do because tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock, me and my son are going to be locked out of the house. And I'm on disability right now as a nurse. Uh, as you see my walk, I have a spine condition from running to give an insulin in 2008. I'm crippled behind that which I don't need, you know, I'm not trying to get any pity for that. But I'm concerned because tomorrow I have nowhere to go. And I'm sick. Am I sick contagiously? No. I don't think so, but none of us really know how this COVID B4 and 5 is working. So I'm concerned and I'm coming to you because I don't know what else to do. I don't want to cry because I'm a crybaby. But uh, this is the time to put my big girl panties on, excuse my French, and fight. And I don't know how to fight because I had an attorney, and he never gave me my rights. He forced me to sign a paper to make an agreement. And that agreement started before I was diagnosed with COVID. And I don't know what to say to you guys. It's not that I want pity, but I don't know what else to do because I think it's horrible that this is the only county that's locking people out when they have proficient medic, you know, medical statements showing. My medical statements are there. And I, I'm just, I don't know what to say to you guys because this is my first time speaking here. But as a nurse of 36 years, and 12 of those years, I worked at UCLA. And I worked in every department that the hospital could have had even research. This is really sad that our court system, our landlords, have no compassion. Real brief, Ida gave me a grant. They messed up really bad. I offered to pay what was left of my rent. And all the landlord was telling me is you need to get an attorney. Well, I feel I didn't need to have an attorney to make arrangements to pay. Now I'm going on the street 
I went to the court today, like I was legally advised to do, to file a motion to reconsider. And I was told to take the paperwork over to the deputies. And when I got there, the deputy secretary told me, you're still going to be evicted in the morning because the judge didn't write a it. And I'm having attorneys telling me that as long as you file this motion to, for reconsider, that will stop you from being out. So I don't know what to say. Because tomorrow morning, my son, who's 24 years old, he's autistic. That's why he's still home. But I have geared him. He's in his last year of college, graduating with his, excuse me, his bachelor's degree in mass communication. Because I believe every child, if a mother stands behind them, can achieve anything that they want. And being a single mother does not make you weak. You have to be strong. When you bring a child in the world, you must make sure they achieve their best. And that's where I'm at. So I'm coming to you guys. I don't know. Sorry. I don't know what to say. I need help. I need help. I'm on disability as a nurse, but I'm not lazy. I get up and go to work to, to help with my income. But being that I have cervical spine damage, there's only so much I can do, and no one's ever going to put me on the floor walking like this because I'm worse than the people that I'm taking care of. So that's what I wanted to say here. I hope I've said it in a way that everyone can understand. I'm not coming here for pity. I just want direction and help because after tomorrow, I will be sleeping in my car. And as someone that's been diagnosed with COVID and I'm still sick, and the doctor has wrote information, it's not acceptable. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. But before you leave, Ms. Ingram, perhaps, um, so to Carrie um, from Neighborhood Services after the meeting can stop and give you some of the solutions and we can um, talk about some of the options that you may have. Okay. And one thing I want to say, I did get offer from Township Relief at Township Cunningham. I'm sorry. Township Cunningham. But when you have a fresh eviction, who's going to allow you? And when I say this, please, I don't want to get it be disrespectful, but I have a 24-year-old son, and as a single mom, I worked very hard to put him in an environment where he can strive and know that you can be anything and everything you want to be. And to move myself into an environment where he may walk out his door and get his head blown off for no reason because he wants something out of his life, that's not where I see myself. Thank you. Thank you. Is there anyone else in the audience that would like to address the council? Please step forward, state your name and your city of residence. You have five minutes. Scott Best, City of Champaign. I'm going to keep this as brief as I possibly can. Um, I'm here this evening to publicly call for District 2 Council Member Alicia Beck's resignation from the Champaign City Council. I'm up here tonight to deliver a pretty clear message to the Council and to Alicia Beck that the residents of the City of Champaign can only put up with only so much BS for only so long before they've finally had enough. Over the course of the last five and a half months, I have witnessed a disturbing pattern of behavior 
and an appalling lack of leadership displayed by Councilmember Beck from the dais on which she sits. On February 15th, Albert Moore and his wife attended a city council meeting to express their concerns after their house was struck by gunfire on University Avenue. Concerns that should have been met with empathy, compassion, and decency, all qualities of a strong leader. Concerns that should have been addressed with a clear, constructive response outlining potential solutions or at least a willingness to listen. Instead, they were publicly dismissed and shamefully chastised by a council member who seemingly wouldn't know the first thing about humility. Until you come in because somebody else's neighborhood is being shot up, I don't want to hear it. Those were Alicia Beck's words. When I first heard news of Ms. Beck's response to Moore's concerns, to say that I was disgusted is an absolute understatement. You see, Alicia Beck would have you believe that she is some sort of self-proclaimed saint when it comes to advocating for gun violence awareness, attempting to repair her now broken public image and overshadowing her shallow words with desultory gestures like donating half of her annual council stipend to gun violence awareness charities. However, as a book should not be judged by its cover, what you see on the surface is merely a mirage. For a period of about two months, Councilmember Alicia Beck was absent from five consecutive city council meetings. For a city representative who disingenuously claims to care for the concerns of city residents, Ms. Beck has done nothing but demonstrate that she is all talk with precious little to show for it in the way of action or genuine solutions. I won't stand here and pretend like I know what is going on in your personal life or come to some kind of concrete conclusion as to why you are absent from your chair for two months. However, you can stand on your soapbox all day and preach blanket statements and virtue signal. At the end of the day, you are still an elected representative here to serve the people. It's your lack of concern where it matters that has me questioning your ability to do your job. During your absence from council meetings, Ms. Beck, two major shooting incidents occurred in high traffic areas of campus town in your district. The night of July 4th, no less than five minutes after the conclusion of the Champagne Freedom Celebration fireworks, shots rang out in a parking lot of a strip mall on Green Street. The owner of that strip mall detailed his frustration with the lack of help from the city in an article in the News Gazette the following day. In the article, he stated, and I quote, I live in southwest Champaign. I feel real safe because the city of Champaign is watching my house, but not downtown or campus. That's the truth. They want the easy stuff, it appears, end of quote. Two weeks later, on the night of July 16th on East Green Street, a verbal dispute led to an eruption of gunfire that sent one man to the hospital with life-threatening injuries. Half an hour later, he succumbed to his wounds and died. Two weeks prior to this incident and one day after the strip mall shooting on July 5th, Albert Moore's house on University Avenue was struck for the second time in almost five months by stray gunfire. All three of these incidents occurred during the period of time where you, can, you were consistently a no-show at council meetings, Ms. Beck, two of which occurred in your district. And yet they all had one thing in common. Not a single word was uttered, not a single show of concern, not a single statement was made by you during your absence. And when your disappearance came into question by the local media, you were nowhere to be found to provide comment. Not even Mayor Finan or Councilmember Bruno could provide an answer on your whereabouts. In fact, WCIA 3 would have had better luck getting answers out of a brick wall than out of our city government. This comes as no surprise to me, however, as you've already publicly displayed your disinterest in the concerns of city residents. You spent more time running your mouth lecturing people on what they are allowed to be concerned about than you have actually showing any concern. Because as we all know, campus town strip mall owners in East Green Street probably don't check the necessary boxes required for predetermining how much of their story 
is worthy of your attention when it comes to deciding which neighborhoods you want to be concerned about. We've all heard it. Unless it happens in another neighborhood, you don't want to hear it. If your goal during the last five months was to be an out-of-touch politician, divorced from reality, then you actually did a good job. But this city doesn't need a politician. The city needs an actual leader with a backbone and a clear conscience. There is a stark difference between the two. No more gestures, no more blanket statements, no more empty words. Your incompetence and inability to do your job has exposed just how oblivious you are to what is going on in the city you're elected to represent. So I'm going to put some things into perspective for you. Mr. Um, your pastor, five minutes, I'll let, let you I'll, extend it for a couple of seconds, okay. but let's wrap it up. We will not be lectured or bullied into submission by an ignorant politician. It is not your job, Council Member Beck, to decide when, how, and what we are allowed to be con concerned about. You do not decide when it is our turn to speak or what we are allowed to speak on, and the sheer audacity of you to lecture those who you are elected to represent on how they should pick and choose what to be outraged by is frankly unbelievable. Your job is to listen. Believe it or not, the gun violence concerns in this city go far beyond identity politics, and while your judgment may be clouded by an inability to see what's right in front of you, the rest of us are grappling with the very real cost of a very real danger in our communities. All it right. is... Sir, we're, we're extended a little bit past your five minutes. I think we uh, have heard your comments. I understand, but take them I have more. I understand, but... I mean, I understand the previous speaker, we used to allow to speak a little bit longer, but we get the gist of what you're trying to say as a council. So you don't want to hear the rest is what you're saying. I understand. Thank you for your respect. If anybody would like to approach the council, please step forward. State your name and place of residence. We have five minutes. My name is Comfort. My name is Comfort White. I'm the grandmother to the five-year-old that got shot. So my concerns is Oakwood Trace, and they're not doing anything about getting cameras or anything. I've been talked to some of the officers where they said they have tried to get them to get cameras, but they refuse to get cameras. My question to y'all: Can y'all make them get cameras up there to help these families? We don't it, talk back and forth, but I can't answer that during general So comment. my thing is, it just like it keep hitting me. Back in December, my same daughter kid's dad got killed. So if y'all could have seen the trauma from when their sister got shot, and it took them back to that, it's sad. When these people out here, and they have not, not one of them out there called and asked my daughter, is she okay? from the housing. You see what I'm saying? They don't care. And we need something dead. And it's sad. Thank you. Um, I will respond to that after, during general comment. But um, is there anyone in the audience that would like to speak? Please state your name and place of residence. You have five minutes. Um, hi, my name is Wendy Driver. I'm a city resident, um, Champaign resident, I'm sorry. Leading off of what Ms. White was saying, uh, it's not just Oakwood Trace, it's also, you know, other low-income communities, Country Brook, 
um, not just gun violence, but also um, a transsexual man was killed in Country Brook. Kids watched as police pulled his body from behind the garbage. That's This is the type of stuff that's going on in these community. Not saying nobody else's community is important, but where we stay, where we're raised, where our children are raised, it, we're not pointing the blame at anyone. We just need help to protect our children. We can only do so much. Thank you. Is there anyone in the audience that has additional comment? Please state your name. With that being said, are there any other council members that have any comment? Um, obviously, um, definitely a tough night as it pertains to what's going on in our community. Um, I know that the city is working diligently uh, once um, I want to speak on the frequency, but I know that as far as meeting with bigger property developers, they are in the conversations of having and what can be done um, because it's, the city cannot make those individuals get cameras. We still can have conversations, and I think that this con your comments that you bring forth, particularly about these two establishments, but in more, um, give us the information and give us the data to go back and, and definitely correspond. So these things don't fall upon deaf ears. In fact, um, personally, I live right down the street from Oak Trace. So I definitely know the concerns and, and hear you when you talk about your concerns. Now, typically, we can, we can talk after the meeting. If there's no other comment, oh, I apologize. I didn't know if um, Chief wanted to say anything to address just some of this? Sure, perhaps so. Chief, would you, do you have any then, comment uh, on any of the? Ma'am, first of all, I do deeply apologize for your five-year-old daughter. Uh, it was, it's a tragedy. But I want you to know your Champaign Police Department, working with our elected officials, <laughs> And also with the city manager, we have been very proactive uh, being out there. Uh, we're meeting with community leaders to ensure that uh, your concerns are addressed and you're gonna see a stronger police presence, which we've been doing. And we are uh, you know, really getting a lot of guns off the streets and it's great citizens like yourself that makes me wanna work harder as the chief of police. Thank you so much. Uh, particularly with neighborhood services, I know that we are meeting at least on a a monthly basis talking to the uh, developers and also talking with the property managers um, as it pertains to some of these issues. The good news, because um, I do go through these areas more frequently, and I'm not pointing it, putting it on me. There's a lot of people working on this. Uh, what I have seen, at least, you know, because I check on these things more frequently, is especially when it comes to cleanup, there's a little bit more, there's a lot more effort that I've seen towards cleaning up and I'm still working on it. I know we got a lot, particularly in a couple of those areas of work to do, um, but that's one of the focuses of making sure people aren't just dropping stuff or, or shopping carts or things like that. And so I'm noticing that people, as we are engaging in these meetings, I am noticing that the property managers are working um, harder to make sure that places are cleaned up. I know as it pertains to Oak Trace particularly, 
I do need to follow up with um, um, to see as far as I know that brick is sitting right there and it's been sitting there for a while. So give your feedback. So after the meeting, um, um, be able to get your information and give you some further updates. Involve citizens, make a better community, all right? So with that being said, um, I definitely want to uh, more so than highlight the things that I'm doing, I want to highlight the things that the city is doing because that's the long-term work and the long-term work that's been done as it pertains to making sure that your voices are heard, making sure that we have more community involvement. All of the council members are engaged in the capacity as far as, you know, trying to build more relationship with the, with the uh, uh, when I'm talking about community-specific country brook, Oak Trace, I think those are some steps forward, but to specifically answer your questions, I want to make sure I get your name information and we can go from there. With that being said, um, City Manager. Mr. Deputy Mayor, I move that we approve the vendor payments in the amount of $805,313.76. Second. All in favor, signify by saying, well, Sorry, city clerk, would you call? All in favor, please signify by saying aye. All, aye. all opposed, same times. Ayes win. Uh, Mr. Deputy Mayor, I move that we approve the payroll of July 22nd, 2022, in the amount of $2,172,904.95. Second. All in, favor, all in favor, signify by saying aye. Aye. All opposed by saying aye. Ayes have it. Motion passes. Mr. Mayor, Mr. Deputy Mayor, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Hmm. I move we adjourn. Second. Uh, well, unless with that being said, uh, um, all in favor of fry by saying aye. 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 All opposed by saying aye. Ayes have it. With that, we're adjourned.